The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. My name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And the final result of Team USA versus Wales honestly has me very, very disappointed. And quite frankly, I'm pretty heartbroken about the final outcome. Because I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be very frank. I'm going to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. And the truth of the matter is, the United States could have come up on top. They could have won the game. But unfortunately, what we saw in the second half is nothing close to what we saw in the first half from Team USA. In the first half, Team USA wasted no time in creating scoring chances and continually threatening and inflicting a tremendous amount of pressure on Wales. You know, I knew that as long as they kept it up, it would only be a matter of time before Team USA puts the ball into the back of the net. And in the 36th minute, when Timothy Weah scored a fantastic and beautiful golazo with one hell of a beautiful assist from Christian Pulisic, man, I jumped on my feet. I was full of passion, electricity. Oh, it felt good. It felt good. I mean... That amazing pass, the pace, the setup, the execution, the teamwork, the motivation, the passion, the concentration. Everything was going well for Team USA, but unfortunately, the second half had to tell a different story. Because with less than 10 minutes to go in regulation, Zimmerman for the U.S. had to commit a foul in the penalty box that allowed Wales to have the golden opportunity to equalize, and Gareth Bale did just that. Gareth Bale went on to score Wales' first goal in a World Cup since 1958, okay? So this was a huge game for both teams, okay? Because Team USA did not participate in the World Cup four years ago in Russia, and Wales, again, is in their first World Cup since, again, 1958, okay? See, right now, Team USA is under more pressure out of this game because on Friday, after Thanksgiving, on Black Friday... Team USA has to take on England. And England earlier today destroyed Iran 6-2. England is absolutely loaded. And right now on paper, it looks as though England could easily beat the USA. And right now, based on how the USA played in the second half, it's very, even, it's very likely even possible. Okay, But we need the USA to play better than they did in the first half, uh, in the first half of this game. I mean, like I said, the USA was maintaining control... 
again, creating chances and inflicting pressure, and they were just basically not letting up. They were playing some serious soccer, okay? Now, in this particular game, of course, as we remember, that referee, you know, making all, all those, you know, questionable, you know, calls like that. I mean, the, the officiating uh, obviously was not the best in this game. We can also say that the officiating was soft, controversial. We, we, we can put out every word in the book, but it really, it's not going to help the cause now, is it? But, you know, the fact that the USA at first, you know, getting, you know, getting yellow cards and everything like that, I mean, I was not liking it. I mean, I was already pretty getting upset with the ref, but then I had to, you know, go on Twitter and remind everybody, I mean, come on, you know, getting on the ref doesn't make, doesn't help anything, even though, again, the officiating was, you know, executed so piss poorly, I mean, it, it's an absolute joke. You know, a total of six yellow cards were issued in this game, four for the U.S. and two for Wales. And, you know, in the 10th minute of stoppage time, when Kellen Acosta, you know, was given the yellow card for a foul on Gareth Bale, because, you know, I mean, I'll tell you, if he had not done that, Gareth Bale would have would have given Wales the win, would, would have scored the game-winning goal for Wales. So Kellen Acosta, you know, sat, you know, committed a sacrifice, you know, for the greater good. I mean, he did it for his teammates, and, you know, as you know, Kellen Acosta and Gareth Bale are teammates with Los Angeles FC, you know, they... Of course, LAFC just won the MLS title. Gareth Bale scoring that beautiful, that beautiful equalizer of a goal. But man, I'm telling you, when when Zimmerman just coughed up that penalty, that that was to me, it really it, it, it hurt. It it did because is Gareth is Gareth Bale gonna miss a penalty against the United States? I mean, that's pretty much unheard of. I mean, the goalkeeper even had it in the right direction, even had had put his hand on it, but. But the power of the ball just, you know, was too much. But I'm telling you, so you see, this is the difficult part right here. Because it had to be with less than 10 minutes to go in regulation that the USA has to cough up a penalty to Wales and Wales successfully converts. I mean, the, and the USA after that, they have chances, okay? They had some chances to be able to find a, a way to score to make it 2-1 to one for the US and score a game-winning goal. But Team USA could not do it. They could not really execute and take better advantage of the opportunities like they did in the first half. I mean, I don't know what happened to Team USA in the second half. You know, all the opportunities that out there, you know, that we're not being taken advantage of, you know. The USA is, is very lucky, but at the same time, you know, they went from, you know, they well, could have been three points and they have to settle for one point. But at the end of the day, Wales, Wales could have easily come back and won the game, so... So it's not not all is lost for Team USA, but still the the results uh, a bit disappointing and very very difficult to deal with, especially for me, especially because of the strong start that Team USA had. Again, that goal by Tim Way, okay, with the assist from Christian Pulisic, that was fantastic. That's definitely going to go down as one of the greatest goals in the history of the U.S. men's soccer team. You know, and based on the final results. I'm sure that my good friend, the fiercely opinionated Mr. Josh McSwain, is rather disappointed. I know that my good friend and my mentor, Mr. Steve Adams, is very disappointed in, the, in this result. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, much like me, those two are definitely a little bit nervous, you know, going to the game on Friday against England. But, but right now, I, I don't want to give up on Team USA, but t if Team USA loses against England, you know, especially by a wide margin, you know, that's going to be it. The U.S. the USA is already in a situation where they have to beat Iran at all costs. And speaking of Iran, I mean, here we here we were 
when we were doing the pre-World Cup show, you know, you know, the, Josh McSwain said this with deep conviction more than anybody, that Iran truly looked better than they were. And, and I'll be honest with you, he did, he did have a couple of things to say about I- Iran, you know, based on the results of their 6-2 loss against England. And he was pretty much, you know, just, he was shocked. He was shocked because he thought that Iran was a whole lot better than that. But apparently... I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened with Iran. I mean, obviously, the fact is, you know, they got destroyed. And, you know, there's all that talk about how the players did, did not sing their national anthem because of what's going on in Iran. But, you know, somehow I knew what's going on with the political situation in Iran with all the protests and everything. Part of me was actually concerned that this would affect the team going to the tournament. But, but the, the situation is, you know, rather more uh, overwhelmingly difficult than it looks. But... But go back, you know, with Iran, you know, Iran has Wales next. And, you know, if, if Wales beats Iran by a wide margin and then Team USA loses to England by a wide margin, I mean, that that's going to do it. So right now, Team USA is at a serious, serious risk and in great, great danger of not going, you know, past the group stage. Right now, from the looks of it, it could end up being England topping the group with Wales finishing, <coughs> excuse me, with Wales finishing second. I'm still sick, by the way, y'all. With Wales finishing second, with USA finishing third, and Iran, you know, buried deep at the bottom of the group. And as we know, even if the USA finishes third, they don't they don't go to the knockout stage. And and man, what a pity it would be for the USA, you know, all this time, you know, to co- come back to the World Cup, you know, start off great in a game, then cough up and then settle for one point, and then based on the results on on the on the second group uh, day uh, on the second match day for this group and for the for all of USA's hopes just to go down right down the toilet you'll be an absolute c- catastrophe and quite frankly just an absolute an absolute pity but but right now you know the USA is going to have to count on Iran if Iran can actually somehow manage to draw Wales to a, to a, can actually manage to hold Wales to a draw and if the USA can pull off the miracle of the century and beat England or even manage to hold England to a tie, and if Iran holds Wales to a tie, then there's still a, a glimmer of hope for Team, US, for Team USA. And they would, and they basically they would have to beat Iran, and England would have to beat Wales, and then the United States can qualify for the knockout stage. But, you know, but the United States, you know, it, it's all going to depend on, on how the second match day goes. I mean, again, Iran has to... F- Iran has to basically prevent a loss to Wales, and the United States has to manage to avoid a, lo- a loss to to England. And and right now, from the looks of it, it doesn't look like there's any way Wales could lose to Iran, and it looks like there's no way England can lose can lose to the United States. So, so right now, from the looks of it, there's a high probability that the USA's chances of making it out of the group stage are basically minimal at best. I wish I could be a bit more optimistic about it, but but I'm telling you. The one-one draw is really affecting me, and I and I'm very very disappointed and heartbroken from this result because I really believed in my heart that Team USA was going to come out on top on this one, and they could have. But but what we saw in the second half, I mean, that's that tells the story right there. That tells the story right there, and you know we saw what we saw, and it's quite clear that Team USA did not play their best soccer in the second half. But at the same time, manager Greg Berhalter is going to have to take some responsibility for it. You know, one of the, one of the talking points that everybody's bringing up is that Giovanni Reyna was never brought into the game, and it was actually and it was actually mentioned. You know, Kate Abdo with Fox Soccer said that he should be available to go against England, 
as far as I know, Reyna was actually on the bench, and, it, that, and that's the shocking part right there. He was never he was never pulled out off the bench and put in the game. I'm sure that it, if he had gone into the game, I'm, I'm sure that he would have helped the U.S. and they, they, things would have been different. But but obviously, you know, th things just did not work out. And again, it, it's a it's a darn shame. You know, but looking at the stats, you know, Team USA with 58% ball possession, with over 560 total passes. One shot on target, which they were able to, able to make it count, while Wales had three shots on target. One of them, of course, was the penalty. So, you know, I'm telling you, the U.S. goalkeeper, man, did he, did he make a couple of fantastic saves. You know, total made, made two fantastic saves. And, you know, total of 18 clearances by the U.S. defense, while 28 for Wales. So both, both teams were pretty, very solid on defense, but... But the fact that the United States could not put Wales away. Again, the fact that the United States could not put Wales away and they could not get the three points. You know, right now, my biggest fear, our biggest fear, rather, is that this is going to come back and bite Team USA right in the ass. Based on, uh, on the scenario that, that I pitched in. It's, some say it's a scenario. Some say it's, it's a theory. But, you know, and I'm not going to go through it again, you know, uh, but... But right now, you know, overall, the bottom line is, you know, because of this tie, Team USA's chances of advancing to the knockout stage are minimal at best. And it's a, it's a damn shame, too. It's a damn shame because, you know, eight years, eight, eight years, you know, being in the World Cup for the first time in eight years, and this is what it comes down to. I mean, what a pity. I mean, you know, even Wales should rather be disappointed because, you know, all the big chances, all the big chances that they had, they squandered. You know that that affects that affects them too, but but right now I'm not concerned with all the big missed opportunities that Wales had because I'm concerned I'm concerned for my team and that's Team USA because Team USA had their fair share of golden opportunities they could not take advantage of it they could not cash them in so again I can't stress enough the fact that Team USA could have won the game but they did not do it you know it's woulda coulda shoulda basically right there. And, and based on how I'm speaking, you, you can just tell how badly and this is affecting me mentally and emotionally, you know, because again, you know, the way the way that they, you know, like, like that is especially because how late it was in the game that we had to cough up the penalty like this. And, and then, you know, and, and then like that, I mean, it's 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 just so tough because but honestly, I, I can honestly say that it, it should not have come down to this because. By the time the penalty took place, I mean, I feel like Team USA should have been up 2 nothing. You know, we should have been up 2 nothing, but... But again, all the golden opportunities that were presented right there for Team USA... Team USA could not cash in. They could not cash in, and one more time, I feel like... The result of this game, in my honest opinion... And I hate to say this, you know, this could, this is, this could very well... Come back and bite them right in the ass. I mean, this could very well haunt them, but... Unless a miracle takes place in this in the second one, if Team USA can miraculously uh, avoid a loss to England, and if if uh, Iran can do do a good business against Wales, then well, we could all all we can do is you know is hope and pray. And but right now on paper, but right now honestly, from a realistic point of view, it things things are not looking very very good for the United States, and uh, I'm justifiably concerned. And that's all I have to say about it. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. If you kindly take the time to look at the uh, description of this episode, you'll find all my sponsorships with Fanatics, Paramount Plus, and Lids.com. With my deal with Fanatics, you can actually save money by taking advantage of the best deals in the world. And for all you pro wrestling fans, WWEshop.com is part of the Fanatics experience. You can also get your pro wrestling merch and save a lot of money. With Paramount Plus, you can stream the Champions League, the Europa League, and the Europa Conference League. Plans start at just $4.99 per month. You can even cancel at any time. You click the link in the description. You can set up your account in less than two minutes, and you can get started with Paramount+. Plus. And with Lids.com, as you know, Lids.com is the leader and number one destination for hats, gear, and everything that moves you. You can represent your team, your town, and your style with a snapback, adjustable strapback, or beanie from thousands of college and professional teams. All the links, again, once again, in the description, ladies and gentlemen. I strongly ask you from the bottom of my heart to please, you know, take a look at the links, you know, shop at Fanatics right there. Again, you can take advantage of the best deals in the world. And you also take the time to please, you know, share out the show with all your friends. If, they're looking, if, if you have any friends that are huge soccer fans as well, I promise you, Into the Net FC is the show for them. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the guarantee. team. So please... Be sure to take a look at the sponsorships on the episode description. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I will see you next time, and happy Thanksgiving. Goodbye, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.